Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I was happy to see Bye. you. Happy to see you. Happy yeah. to be seen. That's right. Yeah. It's a good day, man. Uh, anytime you're on this side of the dirt. Right. And I thought maybe Brian's not here because he's interviewing for the Tennessee job. Ha! <laughs> you know they ain't going to call me. My pigmentation eliminates me immediately. Well, they have gone mm-hmm. through some more candidates. Oh. And the reporting on this is just bizarre. And this, I've talked to beat writers before about the things that they can't stand covering. And the thing that every one of them say, whether it's pro, whether it's college, is a coaching search. The coaching search is just the worst. Because you got agents that are lying to you about their guy getting involved sometimes or how involved he is. You've got coaching search committees that are there that you have to crack through, ADs that want to throw you off their scent that may lie to you, all of these things that go on. So yesterday was one of these days with Tennessee, another one of these days with Tennessee, I should say, as it started out with Jeff Brom has got heavy interest and they've got heavy interest in him from Purdue after spending a year there, and then that didn't seem to pan out much. And then... Our buddy from Geo and Jones, the guy. <laughs> hey, Dave Doe. What's up, dog? Dave Doe. <laughs> no. He yeah. was the focus of everybody's attention. Dave Doran from NC State seems to be the latest person with interest and uh, or they're interested in, rather. So we'll see how that works out. NC State apparently getting wind of this. Uh, there was an offer reportedly by Tennessee. NC State upping their offer. So is Dave Doe finally going to be called Dave Doe after this whole thing? <laughs> He's going to no. rake in the dough from <laughs> no. He's going to rake in the dough from either NC State because they've upped their offer to, to retain his services in Tennessee as out there out there flailing in the wind trying to get anyone to come, and they're avoiding uh, the only person they're avoiding is one of their own, T. Martin, and and, and so uh, who knows at this point whether or not he stays or stays or, or he goes to Tennessee. I would say I'm going to lean towards he goes to Tennessee. Okay. I'm going to lean that way. That's what my weather vane is saying. He goes there. You know, bigger fish to fry. Of course, the, the ACC it has uh, some pretty good competition. You have the de facto member in Notre Dame, which uh, they lost to, NC State lost to uh, this year. They played uh, South Carolina the first game of the season and lost that one. Uh, it was a tight ball game. So now I think he jumps in that, into that SEC frying pan. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. And this is one of those decisions for coaches that are very, very difficult because, all right, I'm here, we're building, we've had a couple of big games, we've we've been on the national stage a couple of times the last few years. We fell apart, of course, last year. It's something we talked to him about when we had him on the show. But he could probably say that this is the only time that I could do what I've done the last couple of years at NC State and then fall up into an SEC job because of the climate, right? So that's how I would kind of look at it. And I would also say, yeah, I've got some leverage here for you to pay me 
a whole heck of a lot of right. money because everything right. you're el- everything else you're doing is just a mess. And I haven't seen a ton of reaction to the Dave Doran name out there from Tennessee fans, but it's it's certainly not like the Greg Schiano reaction was. I'm sure that they would prefer other people, but it's not. I would say it's in between catastrophic and home runs Some, somewhere in there, right? Well, yeah, and, and hopefully they can keep the, the, the mobsters, those who were uh, pertinent and, and, and uh, putting out the false rumors about uh, Greg Schiano, put those, those folks at, at keep them at bay. And and I, I think at this point, you just exhale if you're a Tennessee Volunteers fan and say, okay, we just got to go with whomever John Curry picks. And, and, and then I think they focus their attention on John Curry because he couldn't have handled this situation any worse than he already has. And, and they're just out there. They're just throwing – you know, throw them stuff on the wall, see what sticks. Uh, yeah. Who's interested? Uh, and they're throwing out all these different names, and they're avoiding the most obvious name. You look at Oregon State, they just hired one of their own, a young guy, 38 years old, no head coach with experience, and, and yet he's going to take over Oregon State. And I know Oregon State's not Tennessee, but uh, they had the wherewithal to go get someone who played for them. And it, when he left campus, he was the all-time leading passer. Now I think he sits about third in that category. And and, and yet T. Martin, uh, offensive coordinator, one of the more iconic programs, can't even get a sniff from his alma mater. And did you know? There is a street named after Get or, out of or, here. or a, a cul-de-sac or drive. What we say, driveway. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a driveway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it. a, it's yeah. a small yeah. space. Jonathan could... Smith. They didn't name anything out to him, but no. yet now he's a head coach at a t- Power Five school. Yeah, well, I do believe that T. Martin has earned the chance to be a part of this search, and that's, I guess, the scariest thing. Is I mean, has he interviewed? No, that's the, I guess I mean, that's, call them. Well, that's my that's my bigger problem with this. Like if you if you bring him in, you interview him, you decide, OK, maybe we'd like to see him spend a little bit more time somewhere else or whatever it is. Uh, but I, I would I would at least think that in this mess of a search where you're just basically doing pin the tail on the John Curry. <laughs> I mean, this is what you're doing, right? I mean, you're basically you're putting on a blindfold, you're spinning yourself around. You got a big board of coaches, and hey, this guy hasn't been that bad recently. How about this guy over here? Well, maybe we can pull him out of Purdue. I mean, this is basically what they're doing, you know. And and at least give the guy an interview. I, w- I would say that is the part. That's I would say don't even do that because if you, if it's not going to be a genuine interview, it's just a token well, interview. Don't even. Well, don't I'm not saying I would hope in. it would be. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. operating under the assumption no. that at, it's a genuine interview. At this point, no, don't even call him. T. Martin, don't don't pick up the phone if they, they happen to call, which they won't. Yeah, I heard they're going to scrub that name right off that. What are they going to name it as? Just going to be Martin. It's just going to be Drive. Just Drive. Just Drive. <laughs> Dave Doe. <laughs> Dave Doe Drive. A, there you go. Dave Doe Drive. Yeah. Triple D. Dave Doe yeah. Parkway. There you. Yeah. That's what it's exactly. <laughs> they avoid T Martin like the plague, man. Well, Dave Doe. I haven't. I don't know. I didn't like him when he was on with us. Not that that means anything. Uh, I don't think that he's had the spectacular success that he should be. Someone who is tabbed or tapped rather for the next big coach in in that conference um but I don't know all that much about him I can't judge it so much on how he sounded with us or how he sounded with Ackerman I know Ackerman didn't like him either when he was on wow that's the college football I know Ackerman likes like three people and they all have the last name Albert (laughs) so (laughs) I don't I guess you're right it's not it's not a good judge I just I just remember when he was on with us he was a little bit of a, a cold Type yeah, of he was stiff. Dude. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> and we've had a lot of coaches on. I mean, yeah. Mikey Mikey B's pumped the coaches through here. We've had a lot of them on. He's probably the stiffest. Yeah, he was the stiffest. Is that, is that fair? Who's the close second? <sighs> I don't even know. Usually these guys are great. Like yeah. Matt Campbell was great. Outstanding. Even Mike, even though Mikey, uh, Mikey B called his his uh, uh, personal assistant or his secretary. His, yeah. yeah, called her a secretary. Right. Very insulting. Uh, PJ Fleck, of course. Ton great. of energy. Jimbo was great. Jimbo. Uh, Dabo was outstanding. Nick Saban. Herman. You know, he'll stick it to you, but he's good. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. Well, I missed the last time, mm-hmm. but uh, the was, time before that fine. at Houston. We had to hang great. up on it, but he was fine because he kept talking. Charlie Strong. Coach Strong was fine. Yeah. I mean, out of all the guys, I mean, we could keep going. Out of all the guys, this guy was the stiffest. Mm-hmm. Does that mean anything to you? Because it means Tennessee? something to me. Apparently, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to Tennessee. They'll yeah. take a they'll take a, a cadaver at this point. <laughs> they don't care anybody yeah. but T. Martin. But it, to his credit, uh, NC State is a, a a football team that you have to deal with, and and you you know going in, it's going to be a physical ball game when you play them. So he has turned that program around. So I give him credit for that. Took him a couple of years, and uh, they didn't end the season as well as they began it. But uh, definitely, a lot of folks were taking notice uh, of this defense, uh, Bradley Chubb in particular, and and offensively they they played well. You know, Ryan Finley. Uh, until that Notre Dame game, no interceptions. And it's it, going back to last season. They have a ton of playmakers on that side of the ball. Uh, so he has uh, he has brought the the program back. And let's see if he continues to uh, steer that ship or if he moves on to Tennessee. Yeah, we'll see. It's not a done deal yet. I'm at this point. I'm hoping that he turns him down just so we could see another tweet from Lane Kiffin <laughs> making fun of the Tennessee search. And yesterday he had his best one yet oh. as he photoshopped the head of Kim Jong Un. <laughs> to someone wearing Tennessee garb and said report Kim Jong-un turned down the Tennessee head coaching job. Yeah. I mean. He's on a roll with these tweets. He I mean, really is. Put the Saban in the uh, ripped jeans. Yeah. That was uh, beautiful. And, and now this one, ingenious. Yeah. I, I still don't know if I'd hire him. If I had a, a big-time program and it had a, a, an opening, he'd scare me a little bit still. Kiffin? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you have to go to the right program because he's cut from the same cloth as a a Mike Leach. And look how crazy that dude is up there in Washington State. Yeah. They love him. And and so he would have to go to the right program where they're not as uh, – they're not their curmudgeons. And, and, and you one, you know he can coach. And, and so that's mainly what you want. Now, you know what comes with that. He has a personality, and he's gone through the fire. He's been fired a couple of times. Uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, USC, and, and and now he you know, he mixes up with Dick Saban, wins a championship there, almost wins another one a season ago, and so you know what you're going to get. Why not have some damn fun? Yes, it's a big spot when you have a, a coach you're you're paying upwards of a million, if not more, depending on the program. I understand that, but have some fun, and he can relate to the young man in the locker room. So I don't know why that would scare anyone off. Well, I know why well, it would scare some people off. I mean, yeah, because they have their you know what in a bunch. But, still, but it would scare me off. I I, I would I would I would uh, welcome that type of uh, personality, and I would hope there would not be any off the field issues. Well, but you'd have to thing. do your vetting, right? You'd have to do your, some serious vetting, like you would with any coach, and find out what actually was transpiring there at Alabama. Well, not only there. I mean, I, he's got some other stops where things didn't go well. I mean, I would. I just hope that he would learn from that. He's more mature at this point. But 
As we've said before, the the cliche that you're a CEO of a program when you're the head coach, and you know, is he that? You know, that that would be the only thing that would scare me. I love. I mean, he's entertaining as all hell, right? To me, I love watching what he does on Twitter. I just don't know if I had that, if I would go that route if I was someone who was looking for the next big head coach. And something I just don't think is going to work out, and I think we agree on this, is Herm Edwards to Arizona State. Now, it it looks like this is what's going to happen. Not uh, totally official yet, but doesn't seem like there's any other candidates at this moment. And Herm Edwards is an entertaining figure on television. But... Knowing the demands of what it takes to win at the collegiate level. And this is a guy who has basically shown up a couple days a week in Bristol, Connecticut to talk about the NFL for several years now. I mean, he's been out of coaching, period, for a decade. He hasn't coached anywhere in the collegiate level for several decades. And now you're going to throw him into this world? And a big Power 5 job where he's got to figure all that out. Now, he's a great motivator. He's someone that everybody loves. I just don't know if this is the right way to go when you're talking about finding, like, like Todd Graham, I guess you had to go, but you're going to now send off a coach, pay him $12 million to go away, and your answer is Herm Edwards? I mean, you pay a guy... $12 $12 million to go away to hire people like Chip Kelly, you know, Jim Harbaugh when he was available, guys like that, you know, the, the top of the top, the successful people. Uh, but Herm Edwards, how is this a home run? Well, we've gotten more insight into the connection uh, that, that, you know, Anderson represented Herm Edwards, so you're going to take care of your own, right? Well, I can understand that. And now... When, when, and I brought this up the other day when he fired Todd Graham. The fact that he mentioned he would hope the new coach would retain the coordinator, Bill Napier, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Phil Bennett on the defensive side of the ball. So you knew he probably was thinking that we should bring someone in who doesn't have a ton of experience because if you go out and you try to hire someone who's been in the game for a while, he's going to want his own folks. No way you're going to force him to take – some leftovers from the previous staff. So now yeah. you bring in a guy who has it, as you just laid out, coached in a heck of a long time, whether it was the NFL or at, at the college level. So he's going to be more apt, more open to retaining those guys because they know where the bodies are buried. They've been there for a minute. And so why wouldn't I hold on to them and allow them to direct me until I can get my feet on the ground and get a feeling for for this institution and yeah. this program. I think this is a horrible way to go about things. And I don't think that the motivation, do you really think that, that uh, Ray Anderson loves the job that those coordinators did and that's why he wants to keep him around? No. It's a financial thing. It's that they had to pay so much money to buy out the head coach. They didn't want to pay any more money to buy out the coordinators. They were hoping that someone would come in and keep them. I mean, this is not the way. you. When you're trying to build a championship program or one that is in the mix, what you don't do is think about how you're going to save a buck or hire your friend. Those are <laughs> things that you don't do. So I think that this is a bad process. I think the motivation behind it is unprofessional, mm-hmm. to be quite honest with you. And if, if Herm Edwards ends up, 
being a you know a perennial you know top fifteen program head coach out there at Arizona State, I would be totally well, and you, utterly if, floored. If you want to see you know, someone just sits up high and directs the program uh, down below, that's what you're getting here. And and I would agree with you, agree with you if you're just going out and hiring your buddy, someone you used to represent your client. Uh, it makes no sense on the surface. And, and, and yes, money's involved here. If you want to save money by re- retaining those coordinators or having a new coach re- retain those coordinators, that saves you a hell of a lot of money. And when you just spent you know, upwards of uh, $11, 12000000 million to jettison the guy who once occupied that head coaching seat. So uh, economics is going to play a role. Uh, friendship is playing a role. Uh, agent-client relationship oh, is playing a role. And it doesn't, doesn't make sense. But we've seen it happen before. Yeah, I know, and uh, generally not successful results, right? So the, we'll see. We'll see how you got to give him a shot, as they say, but on the surface, to me, this looks like the wrong way to go. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Your thoughts on Dave Doe potentially going to Tennessee and no. will Herb <laughs> Edwards succeed at Arizona State? We've got plenty to get to, including a bogus update and a jerk from yesterday that I have to call out on the air. We're coming right back. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Greg, good morning. Hello, Brian, my good friend. Uh, So as you guys were just discussing, friend of the show, Dave Doran, is apparently plan J for Tennessee football. Uh, And he may be the gentleman that actually gives in to the Vols' advances and takes over in Knoxville. Doran said to be deciding... Between Tennessee and an extension from the Wolfpack, 24 hours ago, the Vols were turned down by Mike Gundy, then flirted during the day with Purdue's Jeff Brom. Herm Edwards returning to coaching, expected to be named Arizona State head coach. Once the university president signs off, Michael Crow is currently in China. Edwards hasn't coached in college since 1989, but he and AD Ray Anderson are friends so this should work out perfectly. Uh, they wait with bated breath here in New York and across the Atlantic in Sasis. Winslow from outside. That three-pointer won't go. Winslow trying to chase it down. Porzingis gets knocked and grabs his right leg. Porzingis is hurt. Mike Breen mm. on MSG. Help from the court less than three minutes into a 115-86 defeat of the Heat with a sprained right ankle. Initially, it looked like amputation was necessary. <laughs> However, I was actually uh, pretty close to coming back in. You know, I kept staying on the bike and kept warming up, and then we were going to reevaluate. You know, at, at halftime, uh, the doctors recommended to, to stay out. The Knicks said x-rays were negative, more testing today. The Warriors with a 127-123 OT win at the Lakers. Steph Curry scored 13 of his 28 in extra time. The Rockets won their sixth straight, 118-97 over the Pacers. Minnesota, a 121-12 win in New Orleans. A season high 36 points for Kyle Lowry as the Raptors outscored the Hornets, 126-113. And the Pistons handled the Suns, 131-107. That's three straight wins for Detroit. College Hoops, top-ranked Duke escaping Indiana, 91-81. Number four, Villanova dumped Penn, 90-62. And number 15, Gonzaga got by Incarnate Word, Mm. 103-68. Amen. Carlos Beltran interviewed for the Yankee manager job yesterday. That's six men that GM Brian Cashman has met with. What does he want? More interviews. T. Martin, actually. He's going to get to him. Did yeah. you know that there's a street <laughs> named after T. Martin at the University of Tennessee? <laughs> 
as a curb. <laughs> it's just a curb now. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep backing away. Yeah. 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 The driveway was too much. I know he helped bring us the national title. We're going to just put his name on the curb. Is that it? No, no there's more. There's I know more. there's more. Yeah. Uh, Jameis Winston yeah. starts this weekend for the Buccaneers. Is They're that missing it? three games with a shoulder injury tonight. It's Dallas hosting Washington. If the Cowboys do not win, the Eagles clinch the NFC East. The Tampa Bay Lightning have dropped three of four after a 3-2 loss in Boston. And Toronto FC is the MLS Eastern Conference champ for the second straight season. They beat Columbus 1-0 in their second leg. Seattle and Houston play theirs tonight. The Sounders, they are from Seattle, lead 2-0 on aggregate. Don't start. What? I didn't say nil, but I did say aggregate. All right. Um, did anybody check out the tree lighting last night, Rockefeller Center, and how awkward that was because they had just fired on NBC the most popular person they'd probably employed in the last 30 to was 50 years. Was he supposed years. to be part of it? Of yeah. yeah, he oh, always is. Never so seen. NBC, the tree lighting, well, you're not as much of a New York, you know, you've uh, been here only a little bit. So the tree lighting, they do this whole thing every year, light the tree, Rockefeller mm-hmm. Center, everybody. people stand out there for God knows what reason. And it's an NBC exactly. thing. So it's, I mean, it's it's, it's Rockefeller Center, right. it's NBC, it's yeah. 30 Rock, it's everything. So the day, it's just amazing that the day that all this Matt Lauer stuff breaks, that they have to, Savannah Guthrie, who broke the news, Al Roker, and uh, Hoda Kotb. Kotb, man. Kotb. Yeah. Sorry. She, um, they're, they're all out there smiling, and Harry Connick Jr. is singing Silent Night, and it's just, oh, God. It was just so awkward. Seal. Yeah, <laughs> Seal was there. Yeah, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Uh, that they had to get through that. I just imagine the day that they had, and then to stand up there and smile like, hey, <laughs> it's a Merry Christmas here at NBC. <laughs> just bizarre stuff. And then we didn't find out what the actual complaint was from Sochi, the Olympics, that ended up being that detailed one that NBC received on Monday night that led to his firing. But Variety put out an article that detailed some stuff that's just, like, mind-blowing mm-hmm. stuff. Like, this was going on for years and years. Yeah. And the one that was really making the rounds yesterday was the button <laughs> that Matt Lauer had under his desk that would lock his door without him having to get up. Mm-hmm. If that isn't you can't leave. the creepiest thing, I mean... Can you unlock the door, please? And to, for someone, is that true, or is that just something that someone put out there? Well, it's... I mean, it could have been a Tennessee fan. It's uh, <laughs> it's reporting that was done by Variety. Mm, so okay. you can choose to believe it All or right. not. All right. And there was some other stuff in there about him dropping his pants in front of people in his office, huh? whatever, and how he was... I The article basically was saying how he was paranoid about the paparazzi and paranoid about people following around cameramen. So he would prey on the women in the office thinking that he could get away with that because he was inside because he was inside there and he had the power and uh, all of that so like so he couldn't would, go outside and do whatever he needs right. to do because so that's why it was always employees and then he mm. figured hey i'm matt lauer what are you gonna say huh see fame sucks yeah well and then he had that interview with bill o'reilly yeah too. just recently and he was peppering him with questions and they could have 
Bill could have turned it. I know. The well, same let me ask school. you something, Matt. And he was mm-hmm. running like a system. It was like a conspiracy. Like with he had was apparently you know, like befriending reporters so he could kill stories and like or hear if things were getting out. I mean, it's just it, yeah, it's ridiculous. He's working the refs and like, of I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. And you know what? Like he's got all that money. He's not a bad looking dude. He's on TV. It shouldn't have been that difficult. Like, it should have been very easy to get regular, well, consensual relations with right, people. Right, right. You but know, when, think... you're, when you're a celebrity, you, you're so paranoid, and people will try to get you caught up in some type of web where they now want to you know, extract funds from you. Oh, I'm going to put your name. I say, there, I can, there's a legitimate right. you know what you concern. Did? You called Derek Jeter's consulting firm, and yeah. whoever was in charge of <laughs> keeping him out of trouble should give everyone help. Yeah. I just think that some people are... There are bad people. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I think that's what it is. People. I mean, no, I don't yeah. think that he was being stupid. I just think that he that's, had this power and he, he was a bad dude. That's who he was. You know, there's a lot of people who have made a lot of money in media that don't act like that. Mm-hmm. I just think that he you know, was was possessed by this need to show his power in a sexual way. And it seems like this is a, a trend now. And it's a lot of this stuff was going on for a long time oh, with a lot of people. it's been going on for a while, yeah. I just, but that would that was the biggest shocking one because at first I thought it was just the one incident in Sochi, and then that was that. Right. But then to read that Variety article, it's like whoa. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of rumors about him just like sleeping around, and like in within NBC and within that show, people having just relationships, consensual relationships. That but wasn't then, enough for him. But then the jump to yeah. evil is you know. I was all in on this yesterday. I even turned on because that Natalie Morales, or there were rumors right. about how they That's... had an affair and then they shipped her out to the West right. Coast to do some Access Hollywood shows. So I had seen that she was going to be on when I got home yesterday, and I, I put that on, and she's talking about, I've had to deal with rumors, and it really hurt my family, and, you know, <laughs> and, and stuff. Well, let's not just let's be honest. That stuff like this in the workplace goes on. It goes on in all areas of work and life that happens but if it's consensual fine and if and if what was reported about matt lauer and, and natalie morales okay there's a reason they shipped her off because hey he's, yeah. he's the he's the money here and uh, we don't want to upset the uh, the apple cart so those things happen i know it's just they funny happen. how she's like you know and this stuff that i've had to deny and i've addressed in the past yeah because you left the today show mm-hmm. to go out and work on access hollywood with someone who was on mtv's road rules because you wanted to right <laughs> right sure it happens anyway. but it needs to be constituent can i get a button <laughs> you call, can you call Martin in engineering? I, I heard about a, a college coach had a button like that, like to just show, I mean, authority, like as you walked in the door, it closed behind you, like to, but not obviously in a, in a, in a uh, bad way. Uh, coach, uh, can I go? Like you, well, the door would just close. You walked in, you're like, oh, where? Right, like if you're using it because. I don't know. You're a private person, maybe. And, like, you could open the door and close the door from your desk and, like, oh, you got oh, a phone. Oh, you're an invalid. Yeah, well, you, know, you, know, you got a phone. Get it out, <laughs> too, right? Like, no, there's no excuse. You got to be right. right. I just bought a Google right. Home so I don't have to turn on my light yeah. with my right. hand and just say, okay, Google. Live no Alexa, yeah. close the door right. and lock it. Well, anyway, more to come with Matt Lauer. I had to tell I have to tell this story this morning. So come on, a lot of lights were lighting up on my car, and I was overdue for service on on the car. Yeah. Right, so I had you know top off engine coolant was popped up every now get it, and get then. Get it winterized. Yeah, every yeah. now and then, a oil pressure light would come on, but it wasn't all the time. So I knew I was overdue for service. So I'm like, you know what? 
yesterday, called up. Can I bring the car in? I bring the car in. And this guy who, you know, you get assigned a person there. Like, uh, this guy's going to help you. This is your service assistant for the day. Go have a seat in here. So the guy goes, he gets he gets the papers, sits down, he goes. It's the last time you had service. <laughs> I'm like, um, you know, I know I'm a couple thousand miles past. He's like, a couple thousand miles past? <sighs> <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating, right? And then he takes a look, he turns a page, looks at this one thing and goes, oof. <laughs> I swear to you. Oof. So I lose it. Is your I car go, dead? What? No. So I lose it. I go, oof. I said, what are you oofing me for? My exact word, what are you oofing me for? And he's like, oil pressure, man. Could have a big, big problem here. He's like, you get your oil change here, you get your oil change somewhere else. I was like, quite honestly, I got the oil change like down the road because I know the guy in town. It's a and, big, he, and he doesn't say oof. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> oof me. Like, you're condescending ass. So then he goes, goes, you save the receipts? I'm like, save the receipts? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, well, uh, if I were you, I would have saved those receipts because I got a feeling you got major engine damage. And I go, hold on a second. I was like, you've got a feeling? The car's been in here for a minute. Some guy who speaks zero English who took my keys from me plugged in a thing, right? It popped out this paper, and you got a feeling that I've got major engine damage? I've got a feeling. Well, it so- sounds like he whittled the car from a piece of lumber. He loves it and knows it so well. So I'm like, I'm like well, let's... Did he birth this yeah, child? Like, How could you not take care of my baby? All right, so let's deal with the reality here, Kevin. All right? And let's find out what's wrong with the car before you're oofing me yeah. and you're doing all this stuff. And he's, like, he's like, okay, all right, we'll see. We'll see. So now we're like in this battle of like, like he's rooting for the car right. to be screwed up. He's mad at you. I'm like, what? What did I? You can't. You can't be this mad at me for being overdue for service. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Like oof. And like the visual of this too, I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, like that, like eyebrow up thing, and like I can't believe that you're this sloppy he's with the car. You. I am so disappointing in you. Like, <laughs> We gave you this BMW, and this is how you're treating it. Yes, this precious vehicle. Uh, yes. So then I also, because I, I know the, the people over there, that they always lie to you about how long it's going to take. So I tell them, I say, on the phone before I bring it in, do you have a courtesy car because I live far away, you mm-hmm. know, I go to work or I don't want to wait there. So they go, ah, oh, you won't need that. You won't need the courtesy car. You'll be done in less than an hour. So after oof, yeah. he goes, <laughs> He goes, there's a, there's a lot more here than I thought. <clears throat> We're going to have to get you an Enterprise rent a car. I'm like, oh, God. So I get picked up by someone in an Enterprise car, <laughs> driven over there. Was it wrapped in paper? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was not. <laughs> okay. Driven over there. Was it a dually? <laughs> I've, I now have once. I get the biggest rent a cars. I've got a Nissan Armada. <laughs> oh, those are huge. <laughs> it's giant. Yes. You can fit on that. Everyone kidding. on this floor can yes. fit in there. I know. What do they think you are? I don't know. So give me this Nissan Armada. What is it, the Dugans? Right. <laughs> He's shipping things as always. So this is, a, this is another great part of this. So I walk into the Enterprise. Some guy goes, hey, Craig Giannotti. 
You're not as fat as they say you are on the radio. <laughs> no, you did not. No. I swear to you. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, you look good. <laughs> I thought by listening to the fan that you were huge. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't I mean, I've gained some weight. But well, just give me the armada so I can get out of here. <laughs> That's why you get the big cars. <laughs> you know, that's that fat dude from the fan. <laughs> Get his vehicle ready. Yeah, yeah, you right. bring, can you can you bring yeah, up USS right. Armada yeah, suspension just in case? Yeah. It was unbelievable. How's he fit that BMW? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Like, wait a second. You can get into that BMW. <laughs> no, no wonder it's falling apart. <laughs> yeah, right. He's jamming himself. Hey, every time you get in the car, so. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> yeah, I had to get this thing is so big. It's got so many rows of seats in the Armada. I pick up my garbage can yeah. from the top of the driveway, put it in the trunk, and move it. I had to put down seats just to get the garbage yeah. can in the back of this thing because there's like four rows it's of seats. It's a bus, man. Right. A bit in one are huge. <laughs> and so it's outside. It's brown. So I drive around basically this. <laughs> hell, UPS. Just, 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 yeah, right. I know. Like, <laughs> seasonal employees. He's one of seasonal employees. So this is you gotta change your outfit. Yeah, I know. Someone just give me a box. It'll be perfect. So people just gonna start handing stuff. Can you carry this for me? So it gets about like five o'clock. I still haven't heard from this douche, right? So I call him up, right? You know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Kevin, what's going on with the car? You know, he's he's like, listen, I gotta call you back. Got a customer here. I'm like, oh, excuse me. All right. Are you what oofing him too? Did you give him the oof, or has he been on top of things more than I was? He's not a thousand miles late, like right? You. So, uh, so then he, he he calls back. He goes, you know, you got really really lucky. <laughs> No engine damage. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. So I guess you didn't need to oof me seven hours ago. So I can't wait to see him so, today. So you get to return the USS Armada. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the ballistic missiles. <laughs> it really is. Those things are huge, man. We could, I could easily fit everybody here that works on this show and everybody in the newsroom oh, in the car. Oh, yeah. Thing is huge. Easily. Especially with Billy here today. It's like half a person. <laughs> oh, no. You could get at least 10 Zacks up in there. Right. I could get Billy in the <laughs> center <least>. console. <laughs> yeah. I could stuff him in there. <laughs> that weighs more than Billy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next Tiger Woods. Real comeback, mm-hmm. fake comeback. I'm going to get my dinner. Too old, too high. <laughs> or is he just right? We're coming right back. Greg Giannotti, Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. We've had a long-running deal here about Tiger Woods, and we made a bet. I said he's never going to win anything ever again, and Brian said that he absolutely will, and we still have this dinner on the line. I thought I was going to get it. I should have taken advantage Mm -hmm. of it a couple weeks ago. Um, But he's gearing up. For another comeback, and there is a picture of him on CBSSports.com where he looks like he's 80 years old. I I, I could not believe. Like, look at that picture. He's, he's scrunching his face. Well, he's hitting the driver. But he doesn't look like he's 80. Yes, he does. No, he does not. Oh, my goodness. You ever hit a old. driver? You ever pounded a driver down the middle of the fairway 350? 
40 yards. I have do, you? That's uh, the face you make. I've seen him do it. it I've straight. seen him do it a million times. Never looked that old. Oh, it doesn't look old. You get your eyes checked next time you take your car to get it checked. Kevin, can you check his eyes? That's the sound he made after he hit that drive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from all accounts, he looks great. His body is fluid, and and he's he's swinging with ease, and he's not tempering his swing whatsoever. So we'll see what happens. Now you have to get back in the swing of things, no pun intended, as far as playing competitive rounds, but... Thus far, it looks pretty good, and he was playing with Dustin Johnson and the, the Grand Bertha the other day, and in the, about 50% of the time, he was out driving the number one player in the world, Dustin Johnson. The other 50%, Dustin was winning. That's okay. some good math, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I guess so, 50-50. Yeah, yep. yeah I, I just I said that we would get a retirement press conference this year. I still think it's a possibility because if he <laughs> pulls out his back again or his arm just flies out of the socket... Or he makes that face again. Yeah, makes that face. (laughs) (laughs) Then maybe he'll say, okay, this is it. I felt good, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. But this is the same stuff we heard like going into that tournament in Dubai. No, it's not. How great he felt. Nope. And then all of a sudden he was done. He was lying. And he's not lying now? He he was lying about how great he felt back then. Okay, what makes you think he's not lying now? Because I have... have Empirical evidence from those who saw him, those who played with him, and they have seen him in the past when he's tried to make a comeback, and they say it looks totally different now. He's he's swinging freely, and uh, we'll see if the back holds up. And I, I mm-hmm. think he took his time uh, this turnaround. Uh, he, he, he said, I'm going to just follow the doctor's orders. I'm not going to do what I want to do. I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to rush to get back. And in the past, I believe he's been rushing to return to the course. So, uh I think this is going to be totally different. I was on the other side with you for a long time, and then I just had to change because there were so many of these instances where mm-hmm. he just couldn't do it physically. Well, it's it's a delicate deal when you're talking about the back. I've had a spinal fusion. It is difficult to come back. Now I'm playing a contact sport and, and, and still today have – uh, residual effects from that that injury and and so it's going to take time for him to get to know his new body again and I've been saying that over and over because that's the truth anyone who's had a back injury and back surgery and you're still trying to be competitive and not competitive like him but if you're still trying to be active in your life you understand there, you, there are new parameters to how you get around and and he has to figure that out and now he's saying he's playing uh, playing pain-free, he doesn't have the, the sciatic nerve problems down his his leg. He doesn't have the toe problem where it's numb all the time. So hopefully this is a different Tiger, and, and he's followed the protocols to the ladder. So uh, he's going to be all right. Nikola Miritich is back for the Bulls. And he's going to be all right, too. He accepted the Bobby Portis apology. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's listen to a, a little of uh, Miritich here. And, uh, by the way, just a little disclaimer. Uh, you're going to hear... <laughs> Miritich say focus. Yes. Focus. Or attempt to say focus. Focus. Yes. All right, so that is the word, everybody. That's your disclaimer. He says focus. Yes. Not maybe something else that you hear. Before you guys ask me anything, uh, I would like to say I will not comment anything what happened in the past. You know, my only goal is now it's uh, to focus, uh, to be- get back stronger. And uh, because the last thing... The team needed this moment. It's me talking about what happened. I need. I think that they need good vibe. They need good atmosphere, good attitude, and uh, I'm here now just to to support them. And uh, when I get back to him, have you spoken to Bobby? Uh, 
we were practicing together and uh, on the team it's uh, it's been preparing the game from Denver. Is that no? Uh, I said I will not talk so what happened and uh, but uh, we both Bobby and me and uh, all the team it's doing uh, what we're supposed to do being both professional you know and uh, I think we so far doing good you know and uh, uh, we're in a good way moving forward if I'm here it's mean that uh, that my team needs me and I need my team to to be back and play uh, it's hard to focus when you, <laughs> you know, after you hear him say focus. Yeah, uh, I just, know. It's just difficult, but not his language. It's his main goal yeah. is to focus. Yeah, mine that's, too. That's, that's what yeah. it is. Well. Every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's very true yeah. about you. There's no, uh, there's no doubt. Uh, I say I will not talk <laughs> about these things. <laughs> these things. I say I will not talk. I not talk. To focus. <laughs> Whoa, Whoa, come on. Whoa. <laughs> can't play that disclaimer. I mean, you have yeah, to disclaim gotta, yeah, all the time. I don't, I don't think you can just. I don't think yeah. you can just play that drop beat. I think you got to go back a little bit. So, <laughs> so to focus. <laughs> no, that's that's still not enough. Going back, <laughs> it's focus. What it is? Uh, uh, so. He uh, accepts the apology, but he can't mm, talk about uh, no, no, no. the relationship. No, I cannot. Why not? I, I told Yo, you. Cool? I told you I will not talk. I will not talk. I mean, did you accept the apology in the same manner in which you accepted the punch to the face? Um, I told you. I mean, a very funny question. Clever. Mm. But uh, I will not uh, answer. How is your eye, after all? Uh, take, take a look at it, okay? It looks pretty good. Who, I don't know. Who's, I can't even see where the question is coming from. <laughs> my, my peripheral vision is... Uh, do you see one goal or three? <laughs> uh, well, the main goal is to... Uh, Focus. <laughs> now, when ah. you focus back in your country, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to do it there. Actually, there's many. Uh, never mind. Next question. <laughs> now, your relationship with Bobby, you don't want to talk about. What about your relationship with the rest of your teammates? Because they didn't seem to like your ass either. Uh, uh, the white ones, good. <laughs> the black ones, not so much. <laughs> yes, there's <laughs> been a line drawn in the <laughs> sand. Yeah, yes. You know the climate these days. Uh, so it's going to be hard for you guys to focus. Right? Uh, yes. Don't make me say it again. It's I'm difficult not. For me. That's why I said it. Right. We don't need okay. the FCC climbing into our, uh, our situation. I got uh, you. Yeah, yeah, just Bobby. Just, 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 <laughs> just Bobby. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Oof. John Mara spoke about Eli Manning yesterday. Yeah, don't start shoveling dirt, okay? Yeah, not quite yet. Maybe at the end of the year, then you can shovel the dirt, but not yet. (laughs) Gio and Jones come right back. Keep it here. CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 